The Philadelphia Eagles have won yet another shootout against the Washington Commanders. 38-31 to get to 7-1. The postgame show right here on Locked on Eagles. Coming up next. You are Locked on Eagles. Your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. much for making Lockdown Eagles your first listen each and every day right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. I'm Louis DiBiase, joined as always by Gino Camilleri. It's the postgame show. 38-31 is the final. The Eagles take another stressful yet entertaining shootout over those pesky, toxic commanders to get to 7-1. and one. The Eagles are down by multiple scores in this game, very much like they were the last time they played Washington, and it took 30-plus points to win that game. 34-31 was the final in the last game. This one took 38 points, Geno, and there was a lot to overcome. Two red zone turnovers. The secondary was getting torched by Sam Howell, a letdown performance after last week's game versus the Dolphins. But... When you have an MVP quarterback like Jalen Hurts, when you have A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith, pretty much anything can go wrong and you still have a chance of winning this football game and any football game. And that's the biggest takeaway for me. If you ever wanted to see what it would be like to go back in time and watch Michelangelo paint one of his masterpieces or Picasso, who only died like 60 years ago, which is one of the mind-blowing facts you'll that actually just blew my mind. I was not yeah. expecting you to say that today. Exactly. <laughs> but Jalen Hurts, for those of you who don't know, had a bummed knee all game long. It was like his Byron Leftwich game where he's just hobbling along in Lou. He had an EPA today that was just through the roof. At one point, it was like 26.5. Yeah. He had near 80% completion percentage, four touchdowns in the air. Oh, and A.J. Brown is the best receiver in the National Football League. Julio Jones is an eagle. Devontae Smith is back to form. The Eagles' offensive line is keeping Jalen upright, all yeah. on a bad knee. Well, Jalen Hurts isn't 100% in the run game. He's not working. It, he's yeah. throwing the football as good as ever. Yeah, it's crazy how similar this game was to the last one against Washington. It was almost identical in the passing attack carried the way again. As you mentioned, Jalen Hurts finishes 29 of 38, 319 yards through the air, four touchdowns, only six yards rushing. As you mentioned, dealing with that leg injury, the run game's not working. The defense is letting up points after point after point from Sam Howell and that commander's passing attack. But again, your big three was better than their offensive weapons, and they have a lot of them. Gino, Jalen Hurts today, 15 of 15 for 228 yards and three touchdowns when he targeted A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. I mean, the ball placement was... I mean, though that first Washington game, I th didn't think he could top. His accuracy today was on another level yet again. And to battle, when, you, when you're doing that and you can't even fully plant on that leg with that bad bone bruise, just incredible. It doesn't make much sense that... Jalen Hurts, who has looked fantastic on the run and had a big scramble to his left where he's throwing yeah. against the grain and picks up a first down. The whole moniker on this kid is, oh, he can't throw the ball within the pocket. Lou, on dropbacks today, he had a 30.3 EPA. His EPA was almost higher than the amount of points that Washington point yeah. put up 
0.72 EPA per play, 52% success rate. He had a completion percentage of 82.9 when his expected completion percentage was 67.5. That's 15.3 completion percentage overexpected with a 90.2 QBR. That's the second, maybe the top one game you'll ever see from Jalen Hurts so far Mm -hmm. in his career. That was a masterpiece, and he's on a bad knee. I can't keep reiterating that. And you're down again two scores. And most times, if you fumble the football twice in the red zone, odds are you're going to lose that football game, right? The majority Mm -hmm. of the time. And you're getting cooked through the air on the other side of the ball. But this team overcomes so many obstacles that other teams wouldn't. And the main reason is because of your quarterback. Just an unbelievable performance. And, you know, you don't want to win that kind of way against an inferior opponent. You don't want to have to take 38 points to beat the Washington Commanders, especially when you got the Dallas Cowboys coming up, the Bills, the Niners, the Chiefs. But I don't know, Gino, it's almost more fun. It's more of a satisfying win when you do have a quarterback that wins a shootout. I don't know. For me, like that, it kind of is my favorite kind of win. And a couple years ago, I would never imagine Jalen Hurts is that guy that can win these kind of dogfights. But he's come out on top in pretty much every one of these shootouts that he's had. I've been trying to figure out what the exact identity of this Philadelphia Eagles offense is. and I think they have a lot of them, and that's their identity is how multiple they are. They can beat you in any way. That's what yeah. it's come down to at this point. It's like... Jalen Hurts has led you on a bummed knee. Once again, I'm going to keep reiterating that. In a shootout against Sam Howell. Well, Sam Howell is Tom Brady all of a sudden against your defense. Yeah, he's and he cooking keeps chucking the ball down the field. <laughs> and game. you had to answer every single time. Double digit, doesn't matter. He's going yeah. to come back. He's done it time and time again. Has to throw for over 300 yards. He's done that time and time again. Mm-hmm. Can the run game not really get it going? Well, Jalen Hurts is going to keep throwing the football. And today, Lou... Everybody got involved. I mean, to a mind-boggling extent where Kenny Gainwell is doing okay in the pass game. He can't run yeah, worth anything. Five for 30 but- today through the air. I mean, shout out to Kenny G. He, again, seeing him fumble in the red zone made me almost lose my mind because he should not be getting the ball as often as he has in those spots. But I will say he did 100%. rebound nicely after that. What has been the story that I think we've said quite literally every single time we've come on this post-game show The score doesn't really reflect what happened in that game. Because if the Eagles, who fumbled the ball twice on the three-yard line on two different occasions, they should have dropped a burger on these guys. They should have dropped 50 points on Washington. And the turnovers are... They're absolutely infuriating, right? And once again, you lose the turnover differential two to one. And like you said, in a game where you fumble twice on the three-yard line, a majority of the time you were going to lose. But all of these talking points that we keep saying, I think the big one was efficiency. Today, their red zone efficiency, yeah, they fumble twice, but the rest of the time, Lou, mm-hmm. they put up 38 points. I mean, to the point where you cemented it with – you're in the brotherly shove and you pull off a great the wishbone counter. play to, with the counter to DeAndre Swift to seal the game. And yeah, beautiful. They did everything you needed to. Jalen Hurts in the air was fantastic. The placement on every single throw to every receiver was unbelievable. Once again, Lou, I'm going back to this game and saying, where was a bad pass from Jalen Hurts? Find me one today. Find there me a bad pass many. from him. And even Gino, like AJ Brown's two touchdowns, unbelievable that one-handed catch is one of the greatest catches i've ever seen in my entire life you'll ever see but you look at the ball placement too of that throw it is 
pinpoint accurate. I mean, it, it's perfect. It's like he walked mm-hmm. over and put the ball right where it had to be. And the second touchdown from Brown, too, he knew he had to throw the ball short so Brown can come back and get it in double coverage. I mean, just an absolute masterpiece from QB1. But it was from A.J. Brown, too, Gino. Eight catches for 130 yards today, two touchdowns. He broke a record. He is the first receiver ever in NFL history to have six games or more with 125 or more receiving yards. This is, I think we're witnessing the greatest receiver in franchise history, and I'm not a prisoner of the moment when I say that. There is no Eagles receiver that has ever been this dominant. Mega John, and I will not say I coined that phrase. I heard it from somebody else. I don't know exactly who, but I I think it's a phenomenal name, man, because what does he do? Everything. What does he do? Well, everything. That one-handed catch, Lou. You put that film on, Day one that you're studying wide receivers, you want to see elite ball tracking, elite body positioning, elite hands, elite ability to separate at the catch point. It is elite by every measure of what it takes to be a wide receiver. You know, I just want to know what it feels like to be able to do that. You know what I mean? Like to to turn your body like that when you have a fully grown man pushing off against you to catch it with one hand and to find a way to get your feet in bounce with that minimal spacing is just... It doesn't feel like any human should be able to do what he did. I mean, that was incredible. I I think I watched it a hundred times. It's an elite play after a week where you thought he had one of the better catches of the season in double coverage. And he makes that play in single coverage. And time and time again, every single guy that they have steps up to the point where Julio Jones, talk about an elite placement on a ball, Lou. That was a beautiful throw. It was very reminiscent of Goddard's touchdown I, I think week three or four where it's like behind the grain where he has to put it there so the receiver can't make a play and Julio's just a grown man and the other guy too, drops man. that probably yeah and, and Julio got drilled by the way and he held on to that football but Julio Jones stepping up Dallas Scott making plays shout out to Devontae Smith big bounce back game from him he's been a little quiet over the last few weeks seven catches for 99 yards and an explosive touchdown I thought Devontae Gino also had a really good day dude that <laughs> one that wasn't a catch how did ron rivera not the eagles that? are smart though they do the, it's the same thing that happened in the nfc championship game where they touch their knuckles together they mm. know to hurry to the line when they don't think a play actually will stand and they're two for two with Devonte in the last year in that situation and Jalen was hobbling like they had more yeah. time he wasn't That's even really going smart 100 yeah this definitely team is was very good at you know making sure to capitalize in those moments just i mean we're going to talk more about the defense really hankering down in that second half. What went wrong with the secondary in the first three quarters? We'll get into the red zone play calling too, but you know, I feel like we had to spend a segment on that passing game because that really was the reason they won the football game. It was beautiful. It was just truly beautiful from pure quarterback play. I mean, there's so much teeth teach tape that you could take away from Jalen Hurts when it comes to hitting guys in rhythm, knowing when to hit them off of their breaks with Mm -hmm. anticipation, knowing how to spread the ball around multiple different pass catchers today. Just overall, one of the better games you're going to see from any quarterback at any level on a bummed knee, on a bad Uh, knee. This guy is a warrior. I don't think people understand how bad a bone bruise hurts. I don't, I don't, I have no idea. I'm not going to yeah. say like I do, it's, but it doesn't look like it. No. it's too fun for Jalen out it's there. It's brutal, but he got the job done 38-31, the final score. The Eagles are 7-1 and one 
heading into Dallas week. This is the Lockdown Eagles postgame show, and it's brought to you by eBay Motors. Our partners at eBay Motors, they've teamed up with Lockdown Fantasy Football host Vinny Lyre to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week all season long. Whether you're prepping for a daily draft or scouting the waiver wire, every week we're going to provide you players that are guaranteed to fit on your roster. So let's see who Vinny has picked out for us in this week's eBay's Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Pick of the Week. And Gino, of course, it's Philadelphia Eagles wide receiver A.J. Brown, who, as I mentioned, has now broken the record for most consecutive games of 125 receiving yards or more. He's having at least seven receptions every single game. He's getting in the end zone. He's killing it on third and fourth down. It's a no-brainer to ride with A.J. Brown the rest of the fantasy season if you can get him. A.J. Brown is phenomenal at every stretch of the imagination and to the point where sports books have him around 90 yards for the over. And this dude is hitting those numbers time and time again. He set a record of 125 yards in six straight games. He's one of one right now. He's the best in the league, Lou. I mean, who else are you going to Who are you going to have to convince in this room to have to ride with AJ Brown right now? Vinny Lyre from Lockdown Fantasy Football. He's going to help you win your fantasy championship this year. And eBay Motors knows a championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. Same with your vehicle. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at eBay Motors com eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions do apply. This is the Lockdown Eagles post game show. Shout out to our everydayers for making us your first listen Monday through Friday. Guys, football season well underway, and Lockdown is kicking up our coverage with Lockdown NFL Kickoff Live each Friday. Lockdown's going live at 2 p.m. Eastern time on every Lockdown NFL YouTube channel. Host Tanitra Batiste, Jarvis Davis, Kyle Krabs. They'll break down every game on the NFL slate to get you ready for your team's matchup, your fantasy lineups, your betting angles, all that and more. Plus, get the in-depth local analysis from our stable of NFL hosts across the country. Find Locked On NFL Kickoff Live every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern time on any Locked On NFL YouTube channel. The Eagles now 7-1, Geno, after a 38-31 win over the Washington Commanders. Look, these games have been fun against Washington, but they are stressful, and I'm so glad they don't have to play them for the rest of the year. The past what is your time. definition of fun, Lou? Because I, I that love was a shootout, man. Super that's, that's, stressful. That's Big 12 football, baby. I love it. When your quarterback wins, when you're just battling back and forth through the air, like that's my style of football. Is it more stressful? Absolutely, but it's entertaining. As somebody who watched Oregon blow two games to a team named Washington <laughs> in that exact manner, I don't find it funny, but I want to just share a message from Syracuse Swarm. I just shared it on the YouTube screen here. Feeling good. Great teams win ways in well, excuse me, feeling good. Great teams find ways to win tough games. They pulled away when it mattered. And that's incredibly funny because I was talking to my good friend who is a Saints fan and he coaches varsity football and they lost the close game. He's like, our team just doesn't know how to win. And I'm like, isn't that funny that every level of football, no matter what it, what, what it is, NFL, I mean, youth, it's like, you just have to know how to win. And the Eagles are at that level now. And Lou, at this point, what isn't sustainable? Let's go back to this message from Good Morning Football. What the Eagles doing is not sustainable to win football games. It's like they've won in every single way you yeah. can manage it and, and countered everybody's best right. hook and best punch. Like, come on, what can't they do? And I will say what they can do now is execute in the red zone, and they haven't been able to do that all year. But I will say Bingo. the last two games, shout out to Brian Johnson. He had some lapses again 
this week. I mean, the Kenneth Gainwell run cannot happen. There were times still questionable play calling. You were even talking about it early in the game. But I will say the red zone offense has really hit their stride. When do they score points, Gino? It's when they target their best players and they stop mm-hmm. giving Kenneth Gainwell a ball. They stop going just direct run to Jalen Hurts every other play. And today, what do they do? They went after their physical receivers. Julio Jones, A.J. Brown, like those are the guys Dallas Goddard to target in the red zone. And that's what worked today. I mean, again, you mentioned the Julio grab in the first segment. That was an incredible play, and that's exactly the kind of player that he brings. Even if he's not vintage Julio anymore, that kind of body, like that kind of body control to go up and get that ball in the air to take that hit and hold on to the football or the A.J. Brown touchdowns, like throw your big guys the ball. That's why some of the things in the red zone are infuriating. It's like you have A.J. Brown who... Looks like yeah. he's on a circus wire with some of these catches right. he's making, and then you give the ball to Kenny Gainwell on a, a first right. and goal. Like, what are we yeah, doing? DeAndre like, Swift doesn't touch the ball, but I will say, too, that was a masterful play call on the brotherly shove. Everybody thinks it's coming, and it is so easy to convert that now. Defenses have to just go all – they have to fully commit everything they have into stopping that play, and the Eagles know it now, so the boundary is wide open. So they run a counter to DeAndre Swift, who's got nothing but green, to run into the end zone. I mean, there are so many things they can do with that play now, Gino, that we're just scratching the surface, and I love seeing that. Again, they're utilizing these plays and I think, bad spots where the game's already over. They've done that twice this year, but they work. I don't know if they don't score there, Lou. I mean, well, that's a good point actually, because Washington did score the yeah. next drive. So maybe actually, they no, only get three, and no, maybe right, Washington right. gets the onside, and actually, it's a field goal game. I, yeah, I like going dagger. for it, Lou. You don't play sure. to you don't play scared. Like you have to go for the jugular, right? But now that's some tape that maybe they key in on that, and you throw a little yeah. different wrinkle, and that's why it's so I don't know infuriating, maddening. I don't know with Brian Johnson is because you see him throw wrinkles in there like that, where it's like, oh. Yeah. They have plays where they're designed where Dallas Goddard's on just like a quick little leak out of the backfield and we can pitch and catch to him. And then there's other times where it's like we are not designing plays to make it easy for our quarterback who is injured right now. Like, thank goodness sure. he could put that ball on a dime because he just pitched a gem this week. But once again, the red zone, was it an issue a couple times? But is it better? Yes. And they're getting yeah. better in that area. And that's all you could have really hoped for. And I want to see them just bury a team early. Like, would that be great? But Mm -hmm. to see them bury him late. I mean, that's, that's how you continue to win football games. And somebody goes on our YouTube and comments every single week that the Eagles win games like Floyd Mayweather boxes. And I cannot get it out of my head because it's so true. Like he's not going to KO guys. He's not going to be fancy, but he's 50 and 51 and Oh, for a reason. And yeah, the Eagles the win points. these games close yeah. for a reason. Like oh, exactly. he'll beat you on the scorecard. And that's really all that matters. Gino on the defensive side of the ball, it was definitely a brutal performance. I mean, mm-hmm. this secondary got, cooked and that's taking it lightly 39 of 52 Sam Howell finished the day 398 yards four touchdowns one pick at one point I think he was 20 of 21 in the first half like just I mean cooking this team Crowd Jameson Crowder had over 90 yards Dotson had over 100 and a touchdown McLaurin scored again they had four passing touchdowns disappointing for sure I think a lot of it Sean Desai seemed like he was drawing up the old days of Jonathan Gannon's coverages just very soft but at the same time, too, like the man coverage, they just they weren't getting stops. Nobody was making plays. I mean, Reed Blankenship, 
he made up for it with that huge pick in the second half, but he wasn't playing well in coverage. Kevin Byard kind of had a bad first game, I would say. Darius Slay was a liability at times. James, Brad, James Bradbury looked extremely slow and old in this football game, just straight up. Mm-hmm. Um, the secondary definitely was a concern for the most part, but shout out to the defense for making those last few stops when they needed to. The Blankenship pick, the Hassan Riddick clutch sack, as he always comes through with. Um, so the defense definitely hunkered down in the end, but the offense was the the reason they won. Right, 100%. And situationally, they know how to win. That's really what yeah. it comes down to. When you need a knockdown late on the scorecard in round 11 or 12, the Eagles know how to get that. And the thing with Reed Blankenship and James Bradbury and Darius Slay is they all just make up for any bad play. And Darius Slay mm-hmm. goes right to Twitter and says, like, I got to be better in that game. And you know yeah. they'll hold themselves accountable. But I don't know what it is with Washington. I am so glad you won this game for two reasons, Lou. One, it propels you to 7-1. and one, But two, it really puts Washington's playoffs hopes to bay at bay because yeah. I don't want to have to play them in the playoffs be- if that was ever going right. to happen. Gino, if they won, they'd be 4-4. Four and four And if I'm not mistaken, because Tampa Bay lost on Thursday, Washington would have been the seventh seed. And right now, as the Eagles, if you lose that game, you're now tied up with San Francisco. I think you actually drop back down to the two seed in that scenario. So you would have been lined up to play Washington in the playoffs if you lose that game. I'm good. I'm playing a team with that yeah. good of a defense. Like, we have to give them credit, man. They, oh, Sam Howell yeah. plays unbelievable. It's a very talented team. You know, we've been saying it for a few years now. They have a lot of good players. They just were a quarterback away from being not a contender, but being a good team. But at the same time, there are going to be teams that are going to try and expose those weaknesses. Like James Bradbury clearly is not running a four or four at this stage in his career, right? Yeah, and man. He's there uh, was miscommunications yeah. on the back end, like that one when people were blaming Sidney Brown for getting burned. It was kind of weird because it's like he a two high shell. Was over top. And yeah. yeah, he they had a two high shell, and we know in the this cover six they're gonna rotate. So they rotated Reed down. But it seemed that n- nobody was responsible for the vertical. Like you said, he thought he had safety yeah. help. But hopefully they can clean that up. It's the first game with Reed back and Kevin Byard's first game. And they'll get there. But to know mm-hmm. that you have an elite offense that can do what they did today, it's such exactly. a great feeling. You know, I will say shout out to the young players. I mean, two guys we've been hyping up, Sidney Brown and Eli Ricks. I actually think they battled. I mean, Sidney Brown had a huge hit in the second half. And can you Eli tell he's Ricks, Canadian? Yeah, I mean, dude, he's fun to watch. The dude just, he plays like a psychopath. And Eli Ricks actually stepped up with some big plays. There was one, it was a third and two, and uh, he hits Logan Thomas short of the sticks. The Eagles actually force a turnover on that play. Ricks, I mean, again, Logan Thomas is a big body, and Ricks absorbed that contact and brought him down. So I thought the young guys actually battled really well today. Up front, too, Milton Williams. You know, Jalen Carter goes down. Jordan Davis isn't at 100%. Fletcher Cox on a snap count. Milton Williams was getting to the quarterback a lot. So I think the young players on defense, they there were some guys that stepped up for sure. Just stepping up when it mattered too. And yeah. when the big guys don't step up, right? Like it's yeah. great to have your role players come up in big moments. That's why it's great to see Eli Ricks have situations where he steps up. And Sidney Brown was out there flying around on defense. And yeah. guys like Milton Williams, who went to the locker room at one point during that game and come out there and he gets after the quarterback when it really matters. So hats off to everybody, man. Like who can you take away that contributed to this game at some point. I think every single guy on that roster did. And I mean, down to Britton Covey and Braden Mann, like they played really well all around. Like it was a really good football game outside of two bad fumbles and some iffy play in some situations when it comes yeah. to the pass defense. 
And man, again, just to go back to Hassan Reddick's sack, I mean, this the defensive line wasn't great today really either. Milton Williams was getting consistent pressure. I actually really like the way Fletcher Cox battled, but they weren't getting to Sam Howell a whole lot, only one sack mm-hmm. on the day. But again, it's it's crazy how, you know, Hassan Reddick is almost like your Mariano Rivera. He's like a closer where every sack he gets is always in a big spot late in the game. And he did it again today. I mean, of the six and a half sacks, I think five of them have been in the fourth quarter. What is it that Sam Howell had 2.54 seconds to throw? Eric Bieniemy does a great job. I mean, right. he was just in Kansas City who took that game plan from that Super Bowl and kind of really implemented it. Like, quick hitters, get the ball out of their hand, take advantage of them in space. They did a really good job. But when they made him hold on to it a little bit, Lou, Hassan Reddick with a cast off on his arm, yeah, it makes a difference, folks. Like, pay this guy now, please, so he doesn't break the bank for you this offseason. Pay him right this I second. I think it's too late. I think we're past that. You know, he's breaking the bank. He's gonna oh, he's going to cost bag. so much money. He's so yeah. good, though. He's so he's worth, worth it. it. Like, you have to pay yeah. those guys. He he arguably won you the game at one point. Yeah, I, I think he did. And that's the thing. I mean, when you have a top five edge rusher, you're going to have to pay him, not like a quarterback, but, I mean, look at those contracts. I think he's worth every penny, though, and he stepped up in a massive way today. So, again, the defense – not a great performance. Disappointing that they didn't build off of what they did against Miami. It's crazy that this is kind of, you know, the, this is what I thought the game was going to be like against the Dolphins. Mm. It felt like the game scripts from these last two matchups kind of flipped. But for some reason, they couldn't get it done today against the Commanders for most of the game. But they did get it done when it mattered most. And the offense took it from there. 38-31, the final score. The Philadelphia Eagles now 7-1 and heading into Dallas week. We'll wrap up the postgame show coming up next right here on Locked on Eagles. I know what I am doing right after I get done with this. I'm going on my phone and I'm going to DoorDash because I could not eat during that game. It was nerve-wracking. So I'm going to let you in on a little deal here, folks. You're going to download DoorDash. And you're going to get up to 50% off a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order when you download that app and enter code LOCKED23. If you want to go get yourself a steak from Day Rossi's, a pizza from Santucci's, even get yourself your favorite Wawa hoagie. And I wish, I wish I could still get my groceries from Wegmans. They are on there as well. So make sure on your first order, you use promo code LOCKED23 when you download the DoorDash app and you'll get 50% off to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more. I'm starving. You could probably hear my stomach rumbling. I'm going on DoorDash and I'm taking advantage of that offer today. All right, Eagles fans, it's the postgame show. 38-31 is the final score. The Philadelphia Eagles take it over the Washington Commanders to get to 7-1. And, and Gino, what a huge spot. Again, you don't want to go down 6-2 and two at this point because you look at the schedule the next six weeks, right? You've got the Dallas Cowboys, then you get a much-needed bye week. Got to heal Jalen Hurts up with that bone bruise. But then you go Chiefs. If I'm not mistaken, it's Bills, Niners, Cowboys again. I mean, and then you play Seattle this year. It's a it's a tough gauntlet coming up. So to get this win, again, not a perfect win. You know, again, 38-31, it shouldn't take that much every time to beat Washington. But a win is a win in this scenario from a standings perspective and from a one-seed perspective with how important it is to get that top seed. And so, you know, stacking that win is massive considering the, the situation coming up. You're 7-1 and one. after you tripped up against the Jets. You've responded in yeah. a big way over Miami, and let's look at what this is. I mean, from a gambling perspective, this is a key look-ahead game where you're saying seven points 
It makes all the sense in the world that the Philadelphia Eagles coming off of that big emotional win over Miami, have a big game against Cowboys, are going to let a team in there that Washington, they still had a little bit of life for their playoff hopes. It really relied on them winning this game, but the Eagles to go and win the way that they did, it should make you feel really good because when it matters, they step up in the biggest ways and they're just getting better and better. And yeah, is it disappointing to see them not have as great of a game? In the secondary as they did last week, absolutely. But what a great a game plan from Washington. And when your guys had to make plays, they did. You had a big pick late. You hit the quarterback late when you needed to. What happened every time Washington scored? You went out there and scored. Yes, did you fumble the football twice? But what did you do the rest of the time? You punched it in the end zone. And that's what we've been clamoring for. Like when you make the mistakes, you have to be efficient the rest of the time. And that's what they were tonight, man. I mean, th- or today, 38 points is a heck of an out and you should drop 50 on them. I've just never seen a team that gets punched and throws a counter that quickly, right? I mean, they just, mm-hmm. every time they make mistakes. I mean, yes, they did have back-to-back red zone fumbles, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know if it was in back-to-back drives, but it was in the first half, but which is inexcusable, obviously. But again, for them, it, it never, we've said this a few times on the show, it, it never snowballs. And that's what happened today. I mean, the offense was dominant. One last look at the box score. Jalen Hurts finishes 29 of 38, 319 yards through the air and four touchdowns. Not a great game on the ground. 16 carries for DeAndre Swift, 57 yards, 3.6 per carry. Did have that game ceiling touchdown though. Through the air is where it mattered. A.J. Brown, 8 for 130 and two touchdowns. Devontae Smith, a bounce back game, 7 for 99 in a touchdown. Goddard, 4 for 36. Kenny G, 5 of 30. And then that big touchdown from Julio Jones, just that one catch for eight yards. So overall, the offense, the reason they won this football game, and you're going to need that again next week against the Dallas Cowboys, Gino, for sure. And hopefully G- uh, Jalen Hurts can heal up because he's he's definitely there's a clear limp with him and it's holding back his mobility that bye we can't come soon enough i've never seen a team that just is quite literally limping into the bye week like this yeah. eagles team is right just now jalen carter in and out of the locker room during this yeah, game. back injury it sounded like milton williams the same thing they just need to get through this dallas game know what it means though Know the opportunity, much like today was, where you could get out to a nice little lead in the NFC. We'll see what happens with San Fran playing right now. But that's a big-time win, man. It's a heck of a performance on offense, too. And I I love to see your young elite quarterback do exactly that with a bummed knee. With a bad knee, this dude goes out there and slings. What is one of the better performances we have seen from him? It should put to bed any question marks about him being off when it comes to throwing with that injury. He's definitely hobbled when he's running it, but if he's throwing like that from the pocket, there's no reason to even put him on the run. 38-31, the final score. The Philadelphia Eagles take it over the Washington Commanders. They are now 7-1 and one on the season. That's going to do it for the postgame show right here on the Lockdown Eagles podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Shout out to our everydayers for making us your first listen Monday through Friday. We will be back on Tuesday for Stock Up, Stock Down. Until then, for Gino Camilleri, I'm Lou DiBiase signing off. Go enjoy those highlights. As always, thank you for downloading, thank you for watching and listening, and let's go Birds. Fly, Eagles, fly.